So again, good morning. This is uh, uh, August the 10th. Um, coming from you, the um, ministry on the go in the worship center. Again, uh, Pastor Owens, uh, the music in the background is coming from William McDowell, and I do not own the rights to that music, but I do like to have um, music playing because it's a moment of worship. I'm coming from you from a teaching platform because I like to teach, and then I hope that people will hear the the practicalness of um, the Word of God being preached in your ears. Um, I'm still in the book of Ephesians. Uh, there's something about Paul when he was writing to the church of Ephesus that he wanted to get them to get a hold of their 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 spiritual gifts and the, the spiritual atmosphere of what God was setting forth before them. And in the book of Ephesians, I'm coming from Ephesians chapter 6 verse, uh, I want to start, I want to say I want to start at verse 13 and down on to verse uh, 17 um, and I'm reading from the King James Version I'll read it for your hearing and then I'm going to break down each of the elements that uh, the uh, the believer the disciple who will follow the, the, the their brother older brother Jesus Christ in, in, in warfare in a spiritual warfare. So here, here's the reading for you. Again, Ephesians chapter 6, verse uh, 13. Therefore, I'm, I'm coming from the New King James Version. Therefore, take up the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Just stand. Just stand. That's all it says. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having stood your foot, your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the furious dots of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I'm stopping there. So my first take out of here is that we want to put on. There is something that you must put on. There is something that you physically must arm yourself. In first, the first passage of the scripture is what uh, Paul is telling us to put on the whole armor. It is something that you will equip yourself in a warfare. You don't go into a battle and don't have on full gear. You don't you don't go into war without a military uh, suit on. You just don't. You, you then you'll just be a, a target for the enemy. So what he is telling us, so we're preparing ourselves for a warfare. But this type of warfare that we're going into is a spiritual warfare. So please keep that in mind. It's not something physically that you see. It is spiritual. All of this is spiritual. It is a spiritual warfare that we are uh, uh, coming up against. So 
And it, and he tells you, he doesn't tell you to do anything. He just says stand. He tells you just to stand. You guard your, you have, you're standing in a posture with your hands standing or your breast with the armor, with your arms crossed, but you're standing with the, with the, with the intention that you're going to fight, but God is going to have this battle for you. God is going to win this battle for you. And so in that, he says, um, uh, in, in the evil day. So he, he's telling us in these evil times that we're living in, these days of trouble, that we should stand. My first thing I'm looking at is that we will guard, gird your waist with truth. The truth that we're, 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 we're protecting ourselves with or wrapping our, our, our waist with. Truth is considering the word of God. Truth is God's word. We're guarding ourselves with the belt, the breastplate, I mean the belt of truth, which is essential design for purpose, for authority, to, to free us, to, to put us in a place of success, to put us in, to guard our heart, to guard our thoughts, to guard anything, anything we only will accept the truth of God's word. So anything that is of a lie, we don't accept it. We accept the truth. That's essentially what he's saying. Understanding what, what we're accepting and, and, and holding true to. Then it says, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. The righteousness that we're putting on is the guarding our heart, which is relationships, which we're, we're, we're guarding relationships with people. We're guarding our faith with God. Uh, it's a horizontal relationship with, towards God. We're guarding the relationship of righteousness with God. We, we are in right standing with God, knowing that when we're arming, we're arming ourselves. I'm arming myself to be in right standing with God. I'm going to follow the leadership of what God is saying, the Lordship of God, the, the, the position that Christ was in in relationship when he came to this earth he did he only did what the father said to do he listened to the heart of god he he was moved by the heart of god when it came to humanity he was in a posture of healing people because that was the will of god he he had to know the will of god i want people to understand he had to know the will of god and knowing the will of god he guarded god's righteousness god's holiness and so that was being in a position of faith. Faith as a mustard seed. It's, it's, so if you have a mustard seed, it's going to grow. Keep nurturing your faith. Keep, keep, keep lifting your faith up before the Lord. Speak words of faith upon, upon your, your faith and your relationship with God. The next one is the, 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 your feet, your, your preparation. You're preparing your feet for the gospel. The word of God is to 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 tell the good news of peace, to tell to spread the word of gospel of peace that God Jesus came to to lift us out of this burden. He died for our salvation. He died to, so that we may live again. That is good news. Good tidings. Uh, uh, spread peace. There's peace and joy in the Lord. That God gives us comfort. God is our comforter. 
He is our peace. He is our joy. He is our, our sustainer. But we have to find a posture and get in that place. And and, and, and we speak it. We, we proclaim it. We manifest it in our mouth. That is the gospel of peace. I, I am a peacemaker. No matter what. Whatever the situation is. And I'm human. At times I do fall into a, a slippery slope. But I, I find my way out. Um, but I'm going to, at the end of the day, I want to resolve a situation in a peaceful manner, which brings joy and manifestation of the Lord. The next, um, so we're at peace. And then the sword of faith, there is a shield of faith. My faith is targeted towards God. My faith is a faith of, that I'm, 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 when, the, when the enemy comes, my faith rises to a, a an expectation of what God has said. I don't believe lies of what the enemy said because I'm always in his word. I'm always meditating in his word. My prayer life represents a relationship of faith. Um it's 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 um faith is what pleases the Lord. Uh Hebrews chapter 11, I think it is. He talked about the faithful servants of the Lord, how they worship God and how they they reverence God in faith. Their life represented faith. Though I I, I we worship God in spirit and faith. My faith represents that. So I have a, I'm 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 shielding my faith that the enemy can't snatch that from me because I'm totally in in awe of God and whatever the enemy will will come up against me. I'm still in a place of, I'm going to trust you no matter what. I'm walking and leaded by you no matter what. That's my faith walk. Um, I, I pray in faith that God will heal because you said we can do that and, and much more on this earth because of faith. That's how we walk in faith. Though the odds of uh, all are falling around us, David cried that out in the in the Psalms. He always was crying out to the Lord uh, that my enemies are surrounding me. But my faith in you, Lord, in my relationship with you, Lord, because I shield that with my praise. I shield that with my worship. I shield that in my in my in my most intimate, intimate places with you, God. That's faith talk. And so that's what the shield of faith that I'm shielding and, and holding it up in a high esteem before you. I protect my 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 faith walk with you and so it says and taking on the helmet of salvation you it's a protection of your head you protect your salvation no one can snatch us out of the hand of god um i'm thinking of uh romans chapter 12 12 and i'm gonna read that for you i beseech you therefore brothers by the mercy of god that you present your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god which is which is a reasonable service and do not be conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God it's it, it's telling us this is Romans chapter 12 verse 12 that I present myself as a living sacrifice I'm, I'm, I'm sacrificing myself to the Lord that's my that's salvation now I'm I'm preserving my mind in Christ my mind is always is is going to be protected I, I protect the earlobes of what I hear I protect my mind because the enemy will and he she will 
come, he will come against the, the knowledge of what you know. So protect what you know. Protect your ears for what you hear. Always protect the knowledge of God. God is truth. We talked about that at the very end. God, the truth of the knowledge of what God. The enemy is coming to steal your salvation. That's his whole job. So that you can walk away from God. So that is why we stand. But these things, our spiritual, this is a spiritual warfare. We're standing up against the enemy and saying, no more. You can't have my salvation. You can't have my children because they're in, they're in the promise of God. They're in the inheritance of God. I beseech you, Lord, to hold, hold me accountable for my, my prayer life and my faith walk with you. It's until you, you return, until you call me home. So I, you can't have my family. That's why your house should be covered. That's why your children should be covered. That's why your 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 generations after your children should be covered. You pray the prayer of faith over your whole entire family. And so, and then the spirit, the the last one is the spirit, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You want to continue. As long as you live on this face of this earth, is to in, indulge yourself, to beseech the word of God, to lavish yourself in the word of God, daily meditating on his word. As you live his word, to make the word the Rima word, the local word, the word that will give life to you, the Holy Spirit will quenching you each time it will come as a manifestation of who God is. It will show its presence in your life if you seek him early in the morning. That is my that is my take on Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 through uh 17. Yes, 13 through 17. Um for my uh audience that is listening and keeping up with my ministry on the go. Again, I wanted to break that down because sometimes people, if you haven't heard it and haven't heard it in a Sunday service or haven't been affiliated with what that 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 passage means, it is really just standing and knowing your walk with God, knowing your relationship with God, being confident that you are in the hand of God and not no demon, no devil, no no no. No evil spirit will can snatch you out of the hand of God. Again, I am Pastor Owens from the Ministry Center, ministryonthego.com. Um, I encourage you today to be lifted up, lift, keep your head up, be, be in a posture of knowing that God has your best interests, your best interests at heart. Um... And we belong to the Lord. Again, the music in the background in the in the worship center is um, I, I don't own the rights to it, but I always love to hear um, William McDowell, and uh, he's an awesome singer. Um, brings you to the altar of the Lord to worship. Again, have a blessed and an intentional day in the Lord. Good afternoon. Uh, today is August the 15th, 
We are midway in the year. Um, this is Pastor Owens. I'm coming from the Ministry Center. Um, ministry on the go. <clears throat> Again, Pastor Owens. Um, and um, I have, I hopefully you guys will follow me on the website. It's called Ministry on the go, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S, on the go.com. I have made some up, up, uh, I did some updates on the website. So you'll see some bars that will lead you and guide you into some of the uh, changes that have happened. Um, so check out the new events that are happening I did a, I'm doing a daily reading of the book of Proverbs, which was uh, something that I learned in one of my uh, seminaries uh, classes of the reading. I was challenged by another student and I did that for like two years, which it was such an empowering moment for me and the other students, but it was, it brought me a closer place of discipline and the practicalness of the scriptures and the promise of what God has for uh, followers and disciples. So um, today is the 15th. If you are following me or is this just your first time, um, again, I I welcome you to this platform. Um, This platform is actually a teaching, a preaching word. Um, and I've had, had, um, comments that, uh, do you ever preach the word? This is where you'll get the preaching word from. So I, I'm going to start, um, I only hold you here, um, by 15 to 20 minutes. So I, I have to get into the word and then I release you in prayer and I did get a prayer request, so I'm going to end with a prayer request. I'm going to begin with a prayer and end with a prayer because it's important to start praying that God will release a powerful word upon his people. So let us pray. Gracious and all-wise God, Father God, we thank you this this noonday that you have we have sought you in, our, in the early hours and that you have made yourself available to us, but God, help us to hear the word that is being instructed today, coming from the letters, the letters of your epistles. So God, I pray that they'll be clear, that they'll they'll reach the minds and the hearts of your people, and that they will turn to you and say, God, you did it again. This is my prayer today. This is my noontime prayer before you, God. Let me be sensitive to the people, your people, and we'll give you glory for it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So I'm coming from you uh, from the book of Colossians. And Paul was talking to the church and he wanted us to have a full understanding what the promise of Christ was, what Christ has done, what Christ has done while he was on earth. So if you are following, if you want to be uh, note takers, if you want a challenging conversation, I'm coming from the book of Proverbs, I mean, I'm sorry, Colossians chapter 1, verse uh, 16 through 18, and I'm reading from the 
the New King James Version. And so it reads as such. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominion or principalities or power, powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from from the dead, that in all things he may have the pre preemptions. That ends the reading of the word. So the thing that really stuck out for me, and if you have been following me from the last couple of weeks, when I started this ministry, which was in uh, the first month of, I think, January, I, I have a platform of at least a prayer, prayer closet of prayers that have came forth. And one of the things that was prophesied to me was discipline or disciples, decisions, and direction. And so, and I don't want to throw people off, but to be a disciple or a follower of Christ, you have to be a disciplined learner, hear the word of God and listen to the word of God and be, be a hearer. And so in this passage of scripture, Christ was created and all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible for him. And so he's telling me, and if I hear him clearly, that he has authority over principalities, over powers, over created things, and over all things. And it's consistent. There's no breakage in it. Why do I bring this passage of scripture up? Because we have been dealing in Ephesians. I started this, my my website in the book of Ephesians chapter 6. And, and, and I, I encourage you to go back. If I, I think they're in the icons, icons of Ephesians chapter 6 and that passage about the principalities. And when I started, we talked about the principalities. What are the principalities that hold us back in today, in the society that we're living in today? We're in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic and we're in a racial um, conflict that's going on, that has been going on for quite some time it just didn't drop in our lap it has been here for a while and but this pandemic has been going on also there were different types this one is called the corona 19 but there was the flu there was there was the sarge there was hiv there was black lives being snatched out there was sex trafficking those are things that are unprecedented to people and this is just another stream of of a pandemic that has happened on the United States grounds I'll say and so but Christ has told Paul has told the church he says that 
for by him, him is Jesus, all things were created. All things were created that in heaven, that means everything in heaven, which was the angels, everything, he has, he has authority over all things in heaven and on, on earth. And principality is something that will could snatch, will, if you allow it to, to snatch away your peace. But God says, and Christ says to us, that we have dominion over that. We have dominion. And I spoke about it last week, but I, I'm coming back to this, this principalities and powers because a friend of mine came to me and said to me the other day, where is God in all of this? And I said, he's in the middle of it. He is in the midst of it. We just have to trust him. It's going the way God planned it to go. Some people proclaim that Trump's administration is chaotic, but God has streamlined a remnant in the administrative uh, building and in in the midst of all of that, in all the midst of the chaos that is going on around us, God has placed a remnant of people strategically to be uh, powers and authority in the earth. And so God will not have laid out the platform for us to follow if he didn't have a plan. God is not a, a, a God of confusion, but God is doing things strategically behind the scenes. We have to trust him. These principalities that we talk about are enemies of evil and of darkness, and they're bitter, and they hold, they will hold you immorally, imperilizing you if you allow them to. They have uh social issues and social behaviors that will creep up and snatch the very life out of you with this so this this black matters lives that are making such a uh a landmarking issue and I am of of persuaded behavior to go out and want to protest but I stand by the word of God and say God will fight my battles not that I will lay down but I'll lay down my life if half be. But God says, I will fight your battles. But then he tells us that he has, he has authority over that. And I have to trust God in that. Why am I coming back to this, this issue again? <clears throat> because God has encouraged us in his word. He has encouraged us. I'm looking at another passage of scripture in Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. And it says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumph over them in it. It clearly tells, I'm, I'm reading from the King James Version. I always will indicate where I'm reading from. So he disarmed them. He disarmed the principalities and made a public spectacle of them, shaming them, shaming them. And you'll hear people holler out, shame on you for doing that, shame. But Christ, the Savior, has made a public spectacle of that. 
I trust that. I trust and believe in what God is saying. I trust and believe in what is being done in the earth behind the scenes so that I can, I know for sure that God is doing a great thing in the earth. Where am I going? Where am I? Where am I coming from? How am I comforting you? How am I bringing you to a place of reassurance? God is seeing all that's going on in the earth. The last passage of scripture that I read is to stand. If you have nothing else but to stand with a full armor, being equipped with a full armor, knowing that God is fighting your battles, being assured that he disarmed the principalities, he he, he disarmed them and he has authority over them. Colossians is a very powerful scripture, the first chapter. In in your reading, in your reading time, read that whole chapter because it should empower you as a follower. It should empower you as a believer to understand that God has his hand in the midst of this pandemic, as we call it today. But it's been going on. It just, it's rised its ugly head up against us. So we don't wrestle in flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the principalities and the and the powers and the rulers of darkness and the spiritual hosts in heavenly places. But then I know that the God that I serve and the servant that I, serve, I surrender to is more powerful than that. And if God said I disarmed him, I'm going to trust that. I trust that my my mind is persuaded, Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39. I am persuaded that nothing should convince me other than that. So the love of God has, that has, has, has been in me because he created me. I'm going to follow that. That's my, my, my take on, the, on Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 through 18. If you if you if you're so inclined to read that and also Colossians chapter two verse fifteen that empowers you to say they're disarmed, they're disarmed. If Jesus disarmed them, He gave you authority to put your foot on the neck of them also, at any place in time in the marketplace in your job. You don't even have to argue with them. I just stand and say, if God be before me, who should come against me? And I put my foot down. I, I can physically put my foot down in it. But in my heart and mind, I know that God is before me. And so I shout and I rejoice. And I'm, I'm victorious in that. I'm victorious in knowing that. That my mind is not going to be persuaded by what's going on around me. I'm convinced of who God is in me. So that's my prayer. That's my, my, my take on Colossians. How Paul was encouraging the, the the church to stand firm in their convictions and not to be persuaded in um what was going on around them. I got a prayer request um on the website, and I on on the website you will have a place where you will drop me a a um your email and your name, and then it asks for private prayer. I'll send you a prayer request. So I'm going to pray for an individual and their family, but I'm not calling names because it is a private prayer. And then I'm going to end out this service um, 
basically this podcast and hopefully people will hear it. I pray that people will follow. I pray that people will have been encouraged. Um, and then I end my, my day. I Hopefully everyone will be blessed in the word and the knowledge of the Lord. So let us end. Gracious and all wise God, thank you for this reading of the word. Thank you for this uh, portion of your your blessing upon us today, God. We pray that we, we were, are hearers of your word. We pray that you will give us the, the desires of our heart, but to be able to make the word applicable in our life, to be a principle in our life, to be the promise of who you say we are, that we will be the head and not the tail, that we will be the 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 borrower and not the lender, God, that we will have our, our, we can put our enemies under our feet, God. God, you have given us authority in the earth and we should walk in such. We are your ambassadors to this earth, God. We seek, we, we call thou heaven on earth in our life, in our family, in our situation, God. So I pray for my friend in Christ, God, that they will have a family uh, built around healthy relationships, God, that they will draw strength off of you, God, They will, that they will understand their walk in life, that they'll understand their faith walk in life, God. Strengthen their journey as they, they draw closer unto you, Father God. I ask that you will uh, protect them, protect their children, God, protect their families and their in-laws, God. I ask that their cup will run over, God. I, I ask that you will give them the values of who you are in their, the sanctity of their relationship with you, God. Individually, corporately, God. I pray that they will be an ambassador to your kingdom, God, and that they will walk in the structure that you have called them to do, God. Send down the flow of, of the, the spirit of the living God upon them, God, that they will seek you while you are yet to be found, God, and we'll give you honor for it. This is my prayer. This is my prayer today. Oh, God, this is my prayer today. Lift up your holy hands unto the Lord and say, God, you are great and worthy to be praised. Let the house of each of the individuals that are listening to this podcast say, Lord, you are great and your mercy endure forever, God. Let the peace that passes all understanding come before each of these people today. That is my prayer today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And I say, I bid you well. I bid you well. I, I pray that you will you have the fullness of what God has in store for you. Until we meet again on the next podcast. Be blessed and encouraged in the word of the Lord.